The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Chronic Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> no, 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 no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd get his... <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave! <laughs> Dave, Dave smells like nougat! Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. Alright, welcome to the Chronic Podcast. I am your host, Ralph Marlboro. We are brought to you by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You could be there right now watching the Pelicans getting slapped around by Golden State as they try to get into the playoffs of the NBA so they can get beat four straight times by Golden State. Uh, or you could watch LSU baseball. They are actually fighting hard with UNO. I think UNO was beating them 3-2. to two. But the Pelican House, they have 136 draft beers, 50-foot TV, a great menu. Uh, they're awesome. The Pelican House, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 2572 City Place Court. You should support them because they support us. All hey, right. Ra- Ralph, are you uh, doing this podcast from your brand-new computer that's not grinding? I ordered the new computer. It is on the way. I got a sweet fucking deal on the internet from um, the egg, which is like a tech site. So I, because it was such a good deal, and I got to get like more RAM and more memory. Like I had to order that bitch. Like I, like my, like I stretched the fucking donations to the limit and got like I wouldn't. I would have got like. 30% less computer at like Best Buy or uh, Micro City, which is a big uh, Houston place, um, or Fry's. So I, 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 I took the plunge, and for the first time ever, I ordered a computer uh, online, Andrew. That's great. So, um, But thanks again to everybody for donating. Um, especially the one fifty. The one fifty. Especially the the C the C note and a half. Yeah. Um, as we try then, to. Get, then someone dropped fifty too. They had they had people. They had three people drop fifty. Andrew, somebody Andrew, who I, I hate to say him and I leave somebody out, but they had three people drop fifty, and they had a bunch of people like four or five drop twenty. Like it was kind of like chugging along slowly, and then like the last couple of weeks, it like picked up something fierce. That's um, incredible. It is. Yeah. Thanks again to all those people. Yeah. Um. So we're trying to get Dave. You know who you are. You know who you are, and we love you. Um. And we're also to raise some more money for just general maintenance. We're going to because people have been asking me, Andrew, about fantasy football next year. And we're going to do fantasy football. We're going to do a regular league of like regular snake draft where Andrew will play and maybe Kevin. And we're also going to do like a semi big money league where like you pay 50 bucks or whatever and 
it'll be auction and crazy and fun and uh, we'll do that uh but that'll be near the fall so dave's back with us hopefully kevin will call in shortly um all right the saints actually made some moves this week gentlemen um i'm gonna start with the fun one joe morgan is back dave I tweeted, back, he, it happened quick. They were like, somebody tweeted out like Joe Morgan is, is was uh, at the Saints facility today. And I tweeted out, uh, this is the conversation they had. Sean Payton was like, hey, Joe, can you stop doing dumb shit so Drew Brees can throw you 40 passes for 800 yards? Joe Morgan said, I can try, coach. And he said, see you at the Greenbrier. And like 10 minutes later, that's what happened. They re-signed Joe Morgan. I wasn't Joe Morgan sure. said, good morning, world, and all who inhabit it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag SpongeBob. Dave, it wasn't like, holy shit, they traded Jimmy Graham surprise. But I was kind of like, hey, they bring in Joe Morgan back. That's kind of crazy. Um, were you surprised I mean, about it? Yeah, I was totally surprised, and I really don't get it. Um, when he was released, I, it's everybody, all the mainstream guys and all the media guys seemed to – think that it was because he had issues in the locker room and he wasn't getting along with the coaches and he did a lot of dumb stuff and whatever. So when they cut him originally, I just, I assumed that there wasn't a, because he was oldish or because he had injury issues or something like that. I assumed it was just, they just straight up did not like him as a person off the field. And, and if, and if that's the situation, then you don't expect him to come back. And then yet here he is, he's being resigned. So, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Uh, part of me wonders just if, if after they went through all their, all their changes and all that kind of stuff, they, they sat him down and said, look, you know, we have, we've obviously cut you. We're obviously rebuilding here. We're not afraid to make drastic changes. So we're going to give you one last chance. You fuck up even one iota and your ass is gone. And they're deciding to give him a third chance or fourth chance or whatever number he's on. (laughs) Andrew, um, you break down the film. And I want to say there was one game, like right before he got cut, you were like, in your grade, you were like, Joe Morgan, you were like, he did this wrong and he got yelled at by Sean Payton. And I think he got a cut like shortly thereafter. So is it more of a problem of Joe Morgan being like a bad character guy, or is it just, he's not, doesn't work hard enough and doesn't know the playbook. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I've always thought he's a really nice guy. Like he's, he's always, I mean, if you're ever around the training camp or the games or he's always one of the guys that's signing. I mean, he's all one of the guys that's staying last and, interacting yeah. with fans and he, he's I mean I, I've over the years I mean, I, I've had a chance to talk to a lot of these players and he's by far one of the most approachable um and, and just ge- genuinely nice guys mm-hmm. um but I think yeah I, I don't get it I mean I, I think it's more I, I think it's less about um I, I think it's less about uh, yeah it might be a work ethic thing I mean I, I think it's Maybe similar to Dante Stallworth. I don't think he's necessarily a bad person. He just makes mistakes. You know, he gets drunk and <laughs> just drives kills cars. And, car. Yeah, or he, you know, he. Well, to be fair to Joe, he's driving. He wasn't driving. He wasn't. But I think. I think what made Sean Payton irate with him was just lackadaisical, just mental errors. You know, like not coming back to the ball on routes. You know, where the play breaks down, or or not running proper routes, or or just 
simple effort stuff. And that's just, I think he kind of just his head swims sometimes. And I think that's kind of the issue. Um, but uh, so I was surprised to see him back. I mean, what were the odds of if you had told us at the end of last season that uh, Kenny yeah, Stills him. that Kenny Stills hey. would not be on the roster, but Joe Morgan would be? Kevin, how excited are you to have Joe Morgan back? I'm pumped. Oh, uh, my 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 nipples are hard thinking about it. <laughs> Can you tell your other wrestling buddies to keep it the fuck? Pipe down? it down. Well, no, actually, I, well, no, no, well, no, 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 no. I actually have to leave. The, I actually have to leave. So I actually do have to like. I'm actually gonna get in the car. He's employed at W. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Another. Hey, tell, tell your new. Tell your Tinder dates to keep it Tinder down. Dude, I'm not on Tinder anymore, motherfucker. You're on Google. Yeah, it's right. okay, Cuba, Dave. Christ- just keep Tinder. your Christian not mingle friends. Tell your buddies on J Date to pipe down. <laughs> Farmers only. Farmersonly.com. I play the shit out of that commercial like two in the morning on Comedy Central. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, By the way, Kevin, I'm breaking your fucking legs if you don't have your goddamn right up into me tonight. They this <laughs> Kevin, you know Kevin would clean up on Farmers Only. He would. <laughs> he would. The combination of his like farmer beard and like his wrestling knowledge would just kill and he dropped out so he didn't hear my joke uh andrew the saints also signed kyle wilson who i like to call (laughs) the new york i don't think he heard my the new york version of Corey white yeah he's he was awful last year um, I asked the Jets blogger who I'm friendly with what his opinion of him was, and it wasn't good. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, it, it, look, it's depth. It's another dude in camp. It's another uh, dude. He plays. I, I would, I would be very concerned. I mean, he was consistently starting. on their roster, though. He's, yeah, I mean, well, so was Corey White. Up his until best skill is availability. Ago, or he was ago. good in 2013, right, Andrew? Like he was. He was okay. I mean, he's never been great. I mean, and he's got like two picks for his career, so he, he's definitely not a. a He'll a fit right off. in with the Saints. Yeah, That's, true. That is true. He could be. I mean, anybody chairman. that the Saints are going to be, anybody that the Saints are going to be signing at this point, I mean, you're, you're not going to find a, a starting cornerback. You're looking for somebody like. Like this guy who is right. serviceable and who offers there. That's fair. Yeah. So I, I would actually yeah, be I would actually be more optimistic if a guy like that didn't make the team or was fourth or fifth as opposed to number three corner. Because if he's the number three corner, then you're like, oh god, Canadian Dion, the rookies, <laughs> and, and Dion, Stanley Jean Baptiste aren't working out. But if those guys are kind of ascending and ahead of him on the depth chart, then I would feel better. Kevin, and we've Kyle, got to assume that Rex Ryan told Rob Ryan something about him as well, right? Kevin, no. yeah. Kevin, Kyle Wilson is my early is my early clubhouse leader for Saints defensive player that we're gonna hate the most in 2015. Okay. Do you disagree? Why? Because I think I think that unfortunately Andrew's right in that the Pirate and Canadian Dion aren't gonna be so hot, and uh. Kyle Wilson's going to be playing a lot, and he's going to be playing terribly, <laughs> and we're going to hate him. That's my theory. Long, yeah, he's, he's the new Patrick Robinson, Corey White guy. Yeah, but I mean, how long did we give Corey White, though, before we totally turned on him? I mean, we gave him Corey White a year, right? Didn't we give Corey White a year? It felt like he we was, gave Corey White some time. I mean, he was – Andrew said some pretty mean things about Corey White in 2012. 
like yeah, but I could have but like quality. I could have swore I could have swore like at some point, not this past season, but the season before. Like we were saying, shit, play him. At least we'll know what we've got. Yeah, that's if he, true. If he goes in and sucks, if he goes in and sucks, yeah, I'll be mad, but at least we'll know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it took it took a little while for us to get mad at Corey White. I felt. I miss Tracy Porter. And yet, and yet now we're irate. Is Tracy Porter still in the league? He's always injured. Yeah, I think he's with the Redskins. Yeah. Oh God, he's with the Redskins now. He's man. fucked. He's got the Redskins stink on him, man. That, oh. He's got the Daniel Snyder AIDS. He's he's had a lot of injuries. He's he's been banged up a lot. And he, and he had like he went to Denver and he had the pick six to start the year, and then he yeah. had like a seizure or something. And he was out with like a weird oh. illness. You know. God damn. So all right, um, Andrew, you wrote an interesting blog post today that I really liked, and you were like. You went back and you looked at all the Saints draft picks, and, and you're, you're – it's not so much a theory as it is fact as it is under Sean Payton, the Saints do not draft bad quality, bad character players. And your theory – correct me if I'm wrong. Your theory is like all these people that are saying that they're going to draft Gregory. They're going to draft the, the guy from Missouri. Uh, that ain't happening because they don't draft guys with bad character. Yeah, I mean, I get asked this a lot on on Twitter. Hey, if if Marcus Peters falls to 31, do you think the Saints take him, or you know, do you think the Saints, even with the weed test, should should take Gregory at 13? My answer to all that is, I mean, just look at the history, and, and the answer is emphatically no. Uh, you you look at every single draft since 2006, not one player in any of those drafts it, it could be viewed as a as a red flag in terms of character. The only guy I think was Carl Nix, who had maybe a little bit of a questionable thing in college. And Sean um, Payton threatened him on draft day and was yeah. like, "If you fuck up, I'll make sure you never play in the NFL." No, and, and, he, and, he, was, and he was and he was never a character problem with no. the Saints, by the way. No. Um, he was so, like at a party where a fight happened. He like he wasn't even like involved with the fight. And, yeah. But but that's what I'm saying, Dave. That's like the closest thing to a, a yeah. character issue that, that, right. that Payton drafted, and and otherwise. I mean, I'm not saying the Saints won't take gambles on players. I mean, obviously Tyree and and uh, Chris Ivory came with checkered pass, but it's only they're only going to take players like that if it's the minimum investment, you know, undrafted rookies. But otherwise, there that that's just that's a team philosophy, and I kind of buy into it because my point has always been, look, the NFL is already high risk enough It'd be, because of the sport that it is. The risk of someone getting injured is very high, and you can't control it. So why would you throw more risk factors in there beyond that um, when you're making a guy that could implode mentally at any second on top of the injury risk? It's setting yourself up for failure. So as a philosophy, I totally buy into it. And if you feel like th- these kids come in with this checkered past and the question, why would you invest a draft pick in a guy like that? And I, I agree with it. Well, that's true, but Kevin because Tony Dungy because Tony Dungy says he's a God-fearing man and he's turned his life around. And oh, he's and, got the Tony Dungy he, seal of approval. Yeah, yeah, he's got the Tony Dungy seal of approval. Like he goes to church, he's and puts a little money in the collection plate, and 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 he's not uh, he's not one of them, quote unquote. Who's this? Well, I'm just—I don't know. I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> talking about a specific just, guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, no, no. I'm just trying to—I'm just trying to take a veiled shot. At oh Tony. no, Kevin. <laughs> I, know, I know character guys. I know character guys 
they they seldom work out. But like Jonathan Sullivan and Grady Jackson in the chow line for the media before a game, like for for joke's sake, for me and you, it's it's great. Um, you know, Thunder has it. They had Albert Connell. They had Grady Jackson. They had Wayne Gandy. Uh, am I God. am I forgetting? Oh, I mean, Wayne Gandy was a freaking choir boy compared to some of these guys. Uh, Dale Carter. Am I missing? Who else did they? I mean, Courtney Watson was kind of a problem. Yeah. Um, really? A little bit. Cedric Hodge got busted for drugs. Yeah. Keno Hill. Keno Hill. Hill. I think that dude was arrested with like ten kilos of heroin. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. So that could be that could be part of it too. Mickey Loomis is like, you know, when Hazlitt was here, we drafted a lot of sketchy guys, and it just didn't work out. Maybe we need to stay the fuck away from them. And and Kevin, you're in Missouri, St. Louis. Isn't that receiver from Missouri with the with the hyphenated name? Isn't he really? Yeah, Doriel Green Beckham. Oh yeah, dude, he's he he's like, has some question mark McGee. Like he's got he's a little rapey and likes mark, and beats on yeah. women, right? He's like serious. Yeah, there's he's like serious. Yeah, there's. Stuff. Yeah, there's a pot. There's a pot. There's at least one pot thing, I think, and I think there's something involving a woman. Uh, I, I, I don't know exactly. I can't remember exactly what it was, and and I, and I would, I would, I can't believe I'm saying this. I would feel bad speaking out of turn uh, about about it because I can't remember for sure. So I would hate saying one thing and having it be something else. But it's not just. But, it's not just weed or drinking. No, 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 no. I, 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 I'm positive there's it. I'm positive it's more than one with the weed and drinking. I'm positive it's more than one, and there's something involving a lady. So, I mean, I know. This. I mean, the dude got tossed out of Mizzou after a year. He got tossed out of Mizzou, okay? And Mizzou was desperate for anybody, <laughs> for fucking anybody with talent in the SEC. And they tossed him. And then he tried to fucking go to Oklahoma. And even even mighty ass uh, Bob Stoops. What the fuck's his name? Even mighty ass Bob Stoops couldn't take that. Couldn't take that on. So he just said, "All right, fuck it." And plus, hasn't he sat out a year? He yeah, sat out yeah. a year too. So why the fuck would anybody take him in the first round? He's not a first round talent. Oh, uh, you know He's somebody not. will. The Bengals. Oh, the Bengals, they love themselves. <laughs> no, no dude. This, no, no, no. This is a classic Raiders pick. No, Al Davis is dead, man. Those days are done, man. They... No, his loins his loins uh, were still <laughs> active, so there is still a Davis involved. I tell you what. Well, no, I can't see I can't see him going to Dallas. If not for Des Bryant. And uh, Cardi. Yeah. No, oh, my God. No way, dude. That'd be a fucking field day. Uh, I could see. I could see somebody like the Vikings taking him. I could see somebody like the Bills taking him. A team that's like there's going to be a team desperate enough to take him. But I think if anybody takes him in the first round, desperate or not, they they deserve all the fucking ridicule in the world. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we won't do too much draft, but uh. But the Saints we'll... shouldn't take him at all. I don't care if he dropped to the fourth round. I wouldn't take him. Yeah. Um. I would take. Him. I would take. Him. <sighs> Is there is there anything in the in the I know Kevin every time people ask you your favorite scenario you're just like trade down in all caps yeah pretty much pretty much pretty much um but you're not As like well, you, you, you're not getting any draft crushes Kevin to like no 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 I mean, no because again 
I I'm absolutely honest in my uh, lack of awareness of 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 all this stuff because and and, and look and, and and I've said it before like we all get fucking super stoked and 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 ESPN and everybody else they all just it's it's just this big feeding frenzy where it's like a big jerk off session and <laughs> that's true and and we all work ourselves up about it and then it comes and it goes and then even then it's like all right well we still don't even have training camp all right like fucking training camp doesn't even happen for several months after that so it's like yeah i'm gonna get, look i'll get excited when the draft happens well as, as as when it happens i'll be excited hopefully i'm not working so i can actually follow it uh online because again i don't have cable so i'll follow it and then and then when we come close to a guy i'll be like all right we got this option this option and this option all right now I'll invest my time and attention and my concern as long as we're addressing a need, which we've talked about, O-line, you know, linebacker, something in the secondary. Great. If, is there, if, if, Sean, is, if Sean Payton fucking goes wide out, I'm going to be like, dude, we didn't need this right now. Well, here's, we did. A, here's a question, and then we'll get to the to the Sean Payton, best pick of the Sean Payton era tournament. And I'll go around the horn. I'll start with you, Dave. Is there a scenario – where they trade down, where you're like, man, I know they traded down, and I know they got more picks, but God, that's really far. That's too many picks for next year. I needed to get, a, they needed to get something this year. Is there a scenario a trade down where you would like, kind of not before it? Is there, no. there's, there's no scenario where you would be like, it's fine. No scenario. You there, Dave? Dave tried. Oh, he said no. Can you not hear me? No. Uh, Now, now we can hear you. So, yeah, no, there's, 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 there's no scenario. uh, You know, the the only scenario would be uh, if, uh, you know, it was three years, four years down the road, and all those picks that they traded down and got and acquired, and none of them weren't even on the roster anymore that would be the only disappointing scenario but on on draft day or draft weekend or whatever if they traded down and they acquired more picks and, and used those picks in a way that appears to be smart uh you know why, why would i be upset about that? well no but i mean like say they say they swap say they Get, say they go fucking ape shit and go from thir- they trade down from 13 to 22 and then That's trade great. down from 22 out of the first round and they end up with two second round picks and only one first round picks and they have a number one and a number two for next year. I would jizz in my pants. <laughs> Andrew, would would you, is would there any scenario pants. where they trade down that you wouldn't be? Yeah, I, I think it would really depend on the players available. You know, I, In other words, I think... At 13, if Marcus Mariota is still available, I think you trade down because you can potentially get a King's Ransom for that, and someone, I think, would give up a lot to trade up and get him. But if you trade down when someone like Amari Cooper or um, Vic Beasley, I mean, if guys like that were available, man, that would hurt. Like, yeah, getting extra picks is great, but, man, you're passing on talent of that caliber. Uh, That would hurt. Now, you know, so I think it just depends on the guy. Um, but, There's always uh, another Amari Cooper, man, down the road. There's <laughs> always another Amari Cooper. 
Maybe. Maybe. I don't think there uh, is in this draft. By the way, I'm I'm wondering if we need to start a fun drive for to, so we can get Kevin Cable. We might do. We might need to do that. Or at least wait, so we can get Kevin what? Cable. Cable. H- oh. HBO Go or ESPN. Watch ESPN. All right, we got to get to this tournament because we got a lot of brackets to do. All right, we're doing the. The, I'm the, telling you, this is going to go a lot faster than you yeah, think. The Sean, the Sean, pa- the, the best, the best Sean Payton uh, draft pick since. What are we doing? The, the whole second round. The whole second round. So, all right, first round, Jari Evans got a buy. He was number one seed. Charles Brown, number two. Kevin, Jari Evans or Charles Brown? Jari Evans. Dave. That's not even a question. It's not a question. The only question I'll, I'll ask Andrew: What does Jari Evans have to do? the next three years to get into Canton? I mean, I think Canton weighs team success pretty heavily, so winning another Super Bowl would probably make him a shoe-in. Um, I don't think he's in right now because, I mean, I, you look at Will Shields, he's a guard. I mean, it took him a while to get in. And yeah. he, he made how many Pro Bowls? Like 13 or yeah. 14? And I think Jari Evans is at like six. Um, so I, I think he's got a minimum get to double digit Pro Bowl, um, yeah. which especially if he's only going to sit at one Super Bowl title, uh, that probably means he's got to make it for the next three or four years. This Great. is a, it, this is an interesting one in the second round. So Cedric, that's a clean sweep, yes. yeah. That's a clean yeah. Cedric Ellis, 16 seed versus Malcolm Jenkins, the 17 seed. I'll start this off. I'm gonna go, and this is gonna surprise you. I'm gonna go Cedric Ellis because I feel like Cedric Ellis, his peak with the Saints, even though it was for probably a shorter time, his peak with the Saints was better than Malcolm Jenkins' peak with the Saints. So I'm going Cedric Ellis. Dave, who you got? Dave? Dave there? Yeah, Dave, are you pondering? Are you disconnected? I think he's pondering. Kevin, you go. Cedric Ellis or Malcolm Jenkins? Can you hear me? Yeah, there you go. Dave, Cedric Ellis or Malcolm Jenkins? Uh, Malcolm Jenkins. I can't believe you picked Cedric Ellis. I, uh, only because Malcolm Jenkins was, what, I think 27th overall, and Cedric Ellis they traded up to get, and it was a dumb trade. <laughs> uh, Malcolm Jenkins was a, was a better, as far as from a draft pick standpoint, uh, from a execution of a draft pick, uh, Malcolm Jenkins is better. Kevin. Uh, well, I, I, I hate to disappoint Dave, uh, here, but, uh, one of those two guys couldn't fucking cover Vernon Davis <laughs> when it mattered most. Still better. Oh, yeah. I like oh, yeah. I'm going to go I, to my goddamn gr- – I'm going – listen, I told you when it happened, year <laughs> after, year after, and I will continue to tell this for as many podcasts as we do, that on my deathbed, I am going to still think about how the Saints were denied a fucking Super Bowl that year. Yeah. They were denied a Super Bowl. So I'm going Cedric Ellis. Andrew? Uh, a couple things here. I think number one, Cedric Ellis goes to another team and uh, immediately retires after he had already fallen off a cliff with the Saints. Malcolm Jenkins goes to another team and actually becomes really good. Um, well, he regressed. He he he, he, he did regress. He he was off to a real fast start. Um, so, you know, I, I think 
I, I agree with everything you guys said. I think Ellis was better. Or he was, was a soft flat line for <laughs> for uh, the majority of his. But um, for me, it comes down to you know memorable plays, and I Jenkins just had more. Like what, yeah. what I can think of the the Thanksgiving play where he strips the ball from Des Bryant, and yeah. uh, I think it was Des Bryant, and. Um, Helps the Saints win that game against the Cowboys. It might have been Roy Williams. Yeah, um, I think it was. But, uh, but um, so anyway, that was a memorable play for me. So I guess that's 2-2. We need a tiebreaker. Right? Yeah, tweet right, it I'll out. Send, I'll tweet it out now. All right, this one's fun. Roman Harper versus Marvin Mitchell. I'm like the – I was like drafted as the defender of Roman Harper. So I defend Roman Harper on Twitter all the time. So I'm voting Roman Harper. Dave? Where was Marvin Mitchell drafted? Then? What's that? Uh, what round? I think like the seventh. Mm. Uh, I mean, Marvin Mitchell was never a starter for this team. Uh, as many screw-ups as Roman Harper has made, he, he also had some good plays. And he, 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 you know, not ten years from now, nobody's going to remember Marvin Mitchell, but everybody remembers Roman Harper. So I, I'm going to say Roman Harper was the better draft pick. Kevin. <sighs> why is it that i'm always able to remember like the shitty things that they've done like i remember old man roman harper struggling to chase down sam bradford yeah but you don't remember him like dominating the giants in 09 where he's like right like shooting in and, and fucking causing fumbles left and right but, but wait but, i have you to know say what? this kevin kevin i have to say this if you just if you just shat on Malcolm Jenkins for not being able to cover Vernon Davis, then you should have an equal issue with Roman Harper and his ability to cover Vernon Davis at important times. Marvin Mitchell, then. <laughs> Touche! Touche, Dave! Well done! That's, Andrew? That's so wait, what, where are we at right now? Roman Harper, Marvin Mitchell. Yeah, but who voted for what? It's two to one. In favor of Harper? Of Roman Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's 2 it, 1 in favor of Roman Harper? No, 2 no, 1 Marvin, Marvin Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. You guys, Marvin Mitchell over Roman Harper? I know, they're they're idiots. Come on. I mean, no, we're I, talking I, about a two time Pro Bowler versus a seventh round pick that started, what, three games no, ever? No, I voted. It's, it's, it's two. Dave and Kevin voted Mitchell. I voted Harper. No, I voted Harper. Oh, I voted Harper, oh, too. Oh, oh, well, then shit, it's 2-1 Harper, then. Yeah, it's I'm voting one. Harper. 3-1. Yeah, Harper. Harper. If, if the Saints draft themselves two or three Roman Harpers this this draft, I'll be ecstatic. Are yeah, this... I mean, Marvin Mitchell was a good – like, for a seventh-round pick, the Saints got decent value out of him, but I mean, Mar- Roman Harper was a good player. All right. Number nine, Reggie Bush. Number 24, Osama Young. Andrew, who you got? First of all, it's Osama Young, not Osama Young. Osama. Um, you know, I'm going to pick Osama Young here only because, for me, Reggie was a pretty huge disappointment. I mean, as a second overall pick, uh, Heisman Trophy winner, all the hype that surrounded him. $50 million. Uh, $50 million. It's not that he was a bad player. It's not that he didn't do anything, but... Uh, for me, he he was just way overhyped. Too many fumbles, too many drop passes, not enough production. Uh, he did have some highlight highlight real stuff. You Usama Young is still in the league, and he was a quality special teams player. He was a third round pick. I, I just think he was a little bit better value 
I think when you pick, when you're the second overall pick, you need to be, if not Hall of Fame quality, a perennial Pro Bowler. And the Saints just didn't get that out of Bush, so I'm gonna go Young. Reggie Bush was so much, Bush was so much fun. The only thing I remember about Osama Young was that he got burned in the Super Bowl, and Sean Payton <laughs> called it. Uh, Dave, who you got? Um. I'm definitely going to go with Reggie Bush. I mean, you know, it wasn't Reggie Bush's fault uh, with all the hype that surrounded him. I mean, he had an incredible college career. He put together an incredible highlight tape. And uh, and it was our own fault for, for getting so hyped. I mean, obviously... He we were fucking up. hyped, though, man. I've got to tell you. No, I know. I, I get it. I, I get it. And, and it's totally natural. But... Uh, I mean, he was obviously the second overall pick, and obviously that high, you definitely expect to have a career guy who's going to go to myriad Pro Bowls and and all that. But uh, he's still better than Osama Young. I mean, it's not even on the same level. So, by, by the way, uh, Malcolm Jenkins wins the tiebreaker over Settle. Kevin, thank God. Reggie Bush, Osama Young. Uh, I'm going Reggie Bush. Uh, Reggie, you know, like. Just the the it, it, look, the, the guy might have burned me a training camp one time, uh, but I, I as as a fan, uh, I can't I can't be mad. I mean, we, it's like, did did I did, do do I wish he could have done more? Absolutely. But I mean, my God. And for all the frustration about East West. And believe me, there was a lot of fucking frustration about East West. Um, the guy had enough fucking highlights uh, that 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 I'm able to look back a hell of a whole lot more fondly than than than, than otherwise. So yeah. yeah, I just gotta go ready. All right, everybody voted on that one. Yes, three to one. All right, this one, uh, Andrew Cameron Jordan, number four, versus Corey White. Corey White got out of the first round. He did. He did. We voted that 3-2 over Ronald Powell. Mm. That's awful. That is shame on you guys. I know I voted for Ronald Powell. Um, yeah, I mean, Corey White can't get out of this tournament fast enough. All right, I'll vote Cameron Jordan. I mean, Cameron Jordan is like Will Smith. He's a solid player all around. Corey, no, just Jordan. Dave, who you got? Well, I don't agree that Cam Jordan should be ranked fourth and should have gotten a bye, uh, but he's certainly better than uh, Corey White, so I'll, I'll take Cam Jordan. Kevin? Cameron Jordan. <laughs> All right, Dave, this is an interesting one. Zach Streif, 13, Akeem Hicks, 20. Zach Streif or Akeem Hicks? Uh, no, that's – at this point, I think you definitely got to go with Zach Streif. I mean – he was chosen. What round was he picked? Seventh. Yeah, I mean, he was uh, for value. You got a career guy, one of like the only like three guys still on the roster from 2006. Uh, and uh, yeah, definitely next year. Uh, Kevin. Zach Streif. I mean, everything Dave said. I mean, he's 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 been an anchor to to the O line. And, I mean, yeah. Breaking news, Pelicans up eight, six minutes to go versus Golden State. 
Playoffs. 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 I'm voting. Did I vote? Did I vote? Andrew, did you vote yet? Yeah, I'm going Streif. Yeah, it's Streif. Streif. Streif is just man. If they could get a player like Streif, how how many years did he play back? Did he play the tackle eligible, Andrew? About three. Yeah, I mean, but he's been a really good player. I mean, that's Akeem Hick. He's a lot of potential. Streif might be one of the most underrated draft picks in NFL history. Yeah. To be a seventh round guy and play this yeah. long. All right, this one's fun, Kevin. Thomas Morstead, the five seed, versus Vinny Sinceri, the 28 seed. No, it's not. It's Morstead. <laughs> because here's the deal I remember when he was drafted that uh, a long on running joke about Thomas Morstead's affinity for uh, cats. Cats, yeah. Yeah. That. That that provided a great deal of joy uh, for some of us and a lot of outrage for everybody else. Yeah, and I, I mean, lost, a, and I mean a lot of outrage. I lost my mind, and I because oh, it was me writing. I lost my fucking mind when the Saints traded upon her. Hey, oh, that's breaking news there. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and let's face it. The guy, the guy's been one of the best punters in the league, basically since he fucking came in. Uh, he can handle kickoff like a boss, and oh yeah, fucking ambush like a fucking boss. <laughs> it's Thomas Moore said, Dave. Yeah, and he has impeccable uh, facial hair. Yeah, yeah, definitely more said. Uh, Andrew, Kevin said. Yeah, I mean, it's not even close. No, Andrew, just quick, quick, quick. Because you're you're grade the players and a lot of the draft. Quick question: With knowing how good Morstead is now, how high of a pick do you think the Saints could have used to pick him and still justify justify it as good a punter as he'd been? Because because they have picked him in the second round, and you'd have been like, that's okay. He's that good of a yeah. Punter. I think second round. I mean, I don't think you can justify ever taking a kicker or punter in the first round, but. I don't see how you could not say that. I mean, he he's one of the best punters of all time. I mean, he he literally almost broke the record for net yardage in a season. I think he broke the NFL record for touchbacks in a season on kickoffs. So first of all, he's a dual threat. I mean, how many punters can kick off too with that kind of success on touchbacks? Um, so he he's a dual weapon for you. I mean, he completely negates the ability to re- return. So basically any time a team is facing the Saints, the return game is a non-factor. Um, so I, that's pretty significant. I mean, yeah, a second-round pick for sure. Yeah, all right, this is going to be the last one. We're going to break this bracket up for a couple more weeks. This is the last one. This is the last second-round game for today, and we'll do the other two brackets next week. So, Kevin, I'll start with you. Brandon Cooks or Rob Ninkovich? Oh, huh. that's tough. That's the hardest one. Yeah, that's a that's, tough one. Yeah, that's the, that's the toughest one of this entire round. Um, Yeah, you're basically trying to decide here on potential, like how good a guy could be, versus how much you're going to reward a good draft pick that ended up being good for another team. Shit. <laughs> I'm going to go Nankovich. Ooh. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just a gut vibe. Yeah, Dave. That's all it is. Dave. Uh, I've got to go. Um, 
Brandon Cooks, one, I'm obviously the potential, and, and like Andrew said, this is between a guy with potential against a guy uh, who was never really good for the Saints. This is a Sean Payton draft pick, and this is about the Saints, and this is how good a player was, I think, for the Saints, not how good they were for another team or in the NFL in general. He was a bad pick for the Saints, apparently, because the Saints didn't know what to do with him or how to use him and, and didn't hold on to him maybe when they should have. So I don't think there's any way you could say it was a good pick. I'm going to go with uh, Cooks. I'm going to go Cooks, too. And I think they finally, at the end of the year, right before he broke his hand, they would kind of started to figure out Brandon Cooks. And if he makes as much progress as Kenny Stills made from year one to year two, Andrew, I feel really good about Brandon Cooks. Oh, I think he's going to be a star next year. I really do. And uh, it's too bad he got that injury um, because without it, I think he But don't return kicks. Can we end that, please? Yeah, I mean, that's why Jalen Saunders, for me, (laughs) makes the team. Uh, But I I actually agree. I was going to say exactly what Dave did. I think as far as I'm concerned, Rob Ninkovich was a terrible pick for the Saints because he didn't make the team and he provided nothing for them on the field. So I I think they were trying to make him a long snap. Um, so that shows you exactly what the Saints thought <laughs> of his skills at the time. So, yeah, it was a terrible pick for the Saints and a great pickup for the Patriots. Um, right. But for this exercise, it's Cooks. Yeah. Um, so that'll end. The, we'll do the, the the second two brackets next week. All right, now we got Twitter questions. Kevin from Adam Fauché. Will we see a return of Grandpa Sean Payton this season, or is he gone forever? I hope he busts out the different uh... – the different glasses frames. I really do. I, really do. I, I, want, like... I want him to. I want him to go with the thick black ones that Harry Hamlin's character in Mad Men wears. I want something like that. I want a monocle. Yes. I want, I want him to bust out the the <laughs> monocle with the Denny's play sheet. That's what I want. Ralph, that it would, looks like you might. Did... You looks like you might have jinxed the Pelicans here, man. I know. If he broke out a monocle, Kevin, would it break Twitter? It might. It would be it would break Louisiana Twitter. It would for sure. All right. Um, Dave, if the Saints have another losing season, is Drew Brees gone? Mm. Can we just get through? Can we get through this season first before we start even talking about next off season already? Uh, probably not, but it's possible, I guess. All right. Dave, what is your favorite movie? Uh, who, uh, who is it? Somebody asked that. Who asked yeah. that? Mandela. <laughs> oh, Mandela. 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 I like saying Mandela because it. Um, I mean, I've got a few that I liked when I was a kid. I really, really loved Hook. <laughs> I would say from my childhood, that's a big one. Uh, I'd say probably Goodfellas. Ooh, my wife will like that. She's a big Goodfellas fan. I, I know. I I think that's probably one of the best movies. I could I could watch Goodfellas and and uh, and not get. How has Dave seen Goodfellas but not the Godfather? Godfather. or the Godfather. or the Godfather? Sorry. Like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. If my wife finds the Goodfellas on TV, we're watching it. Like Goodfellas, the Casino, Goodfellas, Casino. The Godfather, Donnie Brasco, she finds those we're watching them. I also really liked Airborne from the, from oh. the early 90s. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. That was a good yeah, one. Oh, Seth with, Green in that movie? 
Yes, he was. Yes, he was. So was Jack Black. Ah, all right. Yeah, fun fact. Uh, Kevin, this is also from Manadula. Uh, what is your most successful opening line on OK Cupid? Hmm. Check out my title belt. Now, I only won the title belt a month ago, so I haven't had time to bust that out. Um, here's the thing. I don't really have an opening line. Like, I, I mean... Just show them the guns? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, my opening line is just like, I, is, I've, I've read their profile. You know, I look at their profile, and I just be like, hey, and I just start asking them questions based on their profile. It's, you want to get with this? I'm, I'm sorry for the boring answer, people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was boring. While at the hairdresser, who of you and which saint is most likely to get a Van Gogh? <laughs> what is a the Van, Van Gogh, exactly? I don't know what a Van Gogh is, but this question is hilarious. Van Gogh, does that mean you lose an ear? I don't know. <laughs> I, I am not. I am not hip with it. I'll have to Google that. Let me see. Uh, Dave, if you know what a Van Gogh is, or Kevin, feel free to answer. I have no idea what a Van Gogh is. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna guess either. it's ear related. No, I think I it's mean, like some sort of like a. Like a beard. Yeah. It's some sort of beard. Like a goatee. I don't know. That's my guess. I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. Can't see. answer. Not enough clear information. Yeah, that's a beard. It's a beard I, style. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that Kevin is most likely to get whatever a Van Gogh is. It's a beard. It's a. It's a. It's a beard. I cannot grow a beard. All I can look like is a 12 year old boy that really, really needs to shave. I mean, Dave has no hair, so he can't even create any sort of haircut thing. Uh, I try to make up for it on my face. I try to overcompensate. My, my vote is Kevin because I've seen pictures of him with mohawks and stuff. Yeah. I feel like he's more adventurous. Um, that's pretty much it for the questions today. Um, so I guess we'll wrap this thing up. Uh, go to Canal Street Chronicles. We're going to have a mock. Kevin, Dave's doing the mock draft. Dave, you sent me a really, really mean DM. I didn't appreciate that cursing at me in the direct message of Twitter or whoever was running the Canal Street Chronicles uh, website. My wife and I are picking for the Dolphins. Uh, hint, it's not a serious draft pick. Oh. Uh, so you got the mock draft going on. Oh, that, that, was, that, was, that was definitely me. It's like herding cats with you. you know? <laughs> like, you're on the clock. Okay, well, I'm picking this guy. We'll put it in the Google Doc. We have the Google Doc. I was on my phone at, out and about. You're like held, man. You're like fucking held. <laughs> I'm actually writing. I'm actually writing it now. Uh huh. I got your power pull. I got your, your 1995 power pull is about to go live on. Uh... <laughs> it's about to go live on GeoCities. Kevin, you don't need to make a big. You don't need to make a big deal about your your mock draft write up, Kevin. Nobody's really expecting Dude, much, so it's cool. Ryan Anderson just got mugged and no call. Yep. So. Um, and Andrew's got some – Andrew, you're turning out some really good stuff for the draft, and I am pumped. I ordered the Mike Dettelier draft book. I'm trying to get him to do an interview on the podcast. We'll see how that goes. I like him. Uh, his yeah, draft, he's, he's solid. Not, not to like plug his draft pick. He doesn't need the money, but if you like looking for a good draft – look at Anthony Davis. Uh, 
<laughs> I'm hearing play by play. Uh, his draft book is 21 bucks, including the shipping. And if you like want to know stuff about the draft, it's good. It's good to get. But anyway, so go to Saints Nation. Go to Canal Street Chronicles. Uh, so and Kevin, of course, is on OK Cupid. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I'm Ralph. Uh, until next week, uh, be safe, and uh, we'll talk to you then. R.I.P. Tinder. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.